0: here yeah. yeah. Pro Fan Sports Podcast. Let's get it. Pro Fan. Tune into the program. Yeah. Every single week, get the dope, fam. Sean on the mic, Barry Fly too. You know Keep you updated, That's what we do. Yeah, Pro yeah. Fan. Tune into the program. Pro Fan. Tune into the program. Pro Fan. Hey. Tune into the program. Every, Every single week, get the dope, fam. Yo, 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 what to do, everybody? It's your boy, John Altidale, with Pro Fans Force Podcast, where the fans of the pros go back at you with another one my boys, Vlad and Barry. What's good, guys? Hey, what's
1: going on? Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh sad excited, as always, to be here and ready for another uh, great episode. Uh, we're on to episode 53. This is uh, a-, a big one for us, since it's close to the... Uh, one year anniversary of our first episode that came out
0: last year. Actually, uh, this episode will be coming out one day before our one year anniversary. Um, since the first podcast dropped everywhere out there, so it's a big show, man. Episode fifty-three. So I'm thinking, uh, Josh Uche right now, yes. who is the former, um, what's his name? Boy, that's coming back to the Patriots. Calvin Noy. Calvin Kyle, um, Kyle Vannoy,
1: yes. We even got another Patriot as well, another Patriot great, Larry Izzo.
0: Larry old special team's great. Forever remembered. That's all he ever played. Right, Except right. the occasional linebacker. Occasional linebacker, linebacker, you know, in emergency situations, you know. He did well, though.
1: Right. Yeah, you know, for sure, absolutely. He had a mm-hmm. good uh, career, I think, um, you know, for sure. So he definitely did his thing. Uh, another person, see, I think it was uh, Mike Ponson, the one. Um, Mike Pouncey, he, he just retired. Right? Yep, yep. He, he just retired. Steelers, so, mm-hmm. Yeah, he was uh, 53. So, yeah, he had a good career as well, even though he never won a Super Bowl or anything. But, you know, he yeah. played for, what, what, you know, for about, what, 12 seasons, I want to say, and that definitely did his thing. So, yeah, I think that – I don't know if there's any other 53s at least that I can think of off the top Right, of my Pouncey, head. I
0: remember um, his last um, – you know the last scene there when the Steelers lost him and Roethlisberger on the on the on the bench. Oh, yeah. Was like, "Yeah, I came back for you, man." You know, and it was like borderline crying on the bench, man. That, that was crazy. You know, and then Juju hey, came by. No oh yeah, you know, I
1: saw that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Juju's like, "I'm sorry about the Corvettes, guys." Like, you know, the Corvette Corvette got to his head. You know what I'm saying? So he had to apologize about that. Um, you hey. know, before they <laughs> the game ended there.
2: But he doesn't know what you're talking about. He
0: has no <laughs> idea what I'm talking. You don't know the Corvette, Corvettes, bro. Juju Smith no, no. and the dance.
1: Oh yeah! No no no! <laughs> I, I do doing the doing the TikToks. Yeah no no. Yeah I, yeah. I knew I I knew what he um what you were saying. Yeah no that I know that's what they called the Corvette the dance that he was doing on the TikToks. do in the middle of the field before the game. So uh, yeah, I saw a meme even about that that like, you know was about him going up to both guys, Big Ben and Mike pouncing <laughs> and apologizing. And they just didn't want to have it. They were just like, bro, get out of here. Like, we don't want to talk to you. It's like, <laughs> you bro, we're old.
0: We're old, bro. Like, you're a young guy. Yeah, right. So... We ain't
1: about the TikTok. But like, exactly. That's your game. Yeah, you, you,
0: you mess, mess around think. too much.
1: Right, for real. Seriously. So, yeah. You know, it yeah, was man. pretty funny. For sure, man. To say the least. On to
0: episode 53 we go. But before that, so we're about to come on to... The one year anniversary, man. We've we've been dropping episodes consistently on a weekly basis. Um, any any part of the what we've been doing so far that's the most memorable to you?
2: Um, to me, I don't know. Um most memorable I don't know if I have a most memorable. I think um I, I would say dropping the podcast really. Um mm-hmm. just getting it started was exciting. And I think the best part of it is just our consistency and uh, being here every week and haven't missed a week yet. Um. Um, yeah, right. Knock on wood.
1: Right. Right. Exactly. That, yeah, I, I think that's. Too.
2: You know, uh, you know they say sometimes the 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 journey is the best part of achieving the goal. So I think coming here every week, talking about sports, and not missing a week, like I said, and being consistent is best about this for sure. there yourself. Uh, yeah, I gotta. <laughs>
1: some things that you know were you know memorable to me you know throughout our our year of doing this podcast i'd probably say um the episode we did about the last draft um i thought that was pretty funny um that, that was a pretty you know memorable episode as well as the one that we did um at the Kush Groove Shop, uh, you know, shout out to Kush Groove. I thought that was pretty cool being able to do it, and you know, the episode in a you know different location than you know we've done it. So that was a nice experience and you know moment to you know to have you know that I'm definitely grateful for. Uh, and and then um, what's it called? I think probably my favorite episode would be from the line that I dropped um, when I said that you know these guys these Patriots receivers can't get separation from a park cow yeah that's yeah probably my favorite uh, episode my favorite line that i've said I, I remember that episode it was episode 30 i believe um and it's crazy well, what 23 um, episodes after that and still doing our thing so uh you know just love you know that you know doing uh you know what we're doing and you know love you know talking sports every week with you guys it's definitely been a pleasure and you know definitely appreciative and you know grateful for this opportunity and to be able to do this every week you know consistently without taking it off is you know definitely been you know impressive and you know something that I'm glad that we've you know we've, we've done and I'm looking forward to continuing this journey with, with uh, you guys so I think those would be my uh, you know favorite uh, memories oh yeah now another one was when I called out um, you know Jamal Adams and the Jets and said who the fuck wants to play for the New York Jets? I thought that was a pretty uh, funny line in episode. So, uh, yeah, you know, those are my uh, favorite memories from you know the podcast so far.
0: Yeah, I think um I think I share both both the stuff with you guys. Um, I think you know the dry runs that we were doing, you know, um to get it ready. Um, I think most of all it's like the the learning process. You know what I'm saying? Because we came from like. Dude, we never recorded nothing before. You know what I'm saying? They're figuring out, you know, the mixer, how to put that on the camera, finding equipment, you know what I mean? Getting audio guys <laughs> for help and stuff like that. Uh, the, the Kush Groove, the Kush Groove experience was dope. So shout out to Ernst and the Kush Groove over there. Uh, The guys that came from Flickr, that was pretty cool. You know what I mean? That was a cool episode. Um, You know, we had a pop-up shop. You know what I'm saying? Like I think, like Vlad was saying, it's just a journey, man. And, you know, we've been doing, we've been building something and it's been it's been going well. And I think, you know, like we always say, it's about the work that we've been doing and like we don't celebrate too much. You know what I'm saying? But every
2: time we get a mouse, it's good to celebrate a little bit. And I'm I mean, surp- so I'm surprised none of you guys mentioned the interview with Mikey. <sighs> Bruh. Oh, yeah.
1: Shoot. That's another one. Yeah, Good point. How could we forget about that? And yeah, always was our, being the biggest guest that we've had. To That's this the point. biggest interview
0: we've had up right. to this point. You know, it and is, um
1: sure.
0: you know, NBA Buzz and you know, I mean shout out to them, dude. Like such a yes, big definitely. platform to have us, you know, not even a year in and you know they, they came on well, Mikey came on and partner up with us and stuff and it's pretty dope. It just says, you know, what we're doing is is working and you know, right. we're guys that just like to work, so that's what we're gonna be doing. So happy one year anniversary, you know. What I mean, um I think on Wednesday yes. we're gonna try and do a live since that's the actual since that's that actual you know day that we dropped and it's the actual day that we dropped a year ago, our first episode. Catch us on the live, you know. What I mean with that said, please follow us on social media. We're on Instagram, Profans underscore sports, we're on Twitter.com slash Profansports, we're on Facebook.com slash Profansports. If you like to watch these YouTube videos, youtube.com slash profansports, if you're watching now, please make sure you press the subscribe button, the notification buttons, and make sure you're on the lookout. For these episodes and as always we're gonna get into the NBA, the NFL, MLB, NHL, the um, Money Lifestyle Person of the Week. Uh, we got some questions from some people this week so we'll get into all that. Um, you know we don't want to talk too much because there's a lot of stuff going on especially with uh, the NFL, um, you know free agents and stuff. So let's get to it man. NBA, there's a lot of stuff going on in the NBA second half like we mentioned last week started. Um, some big news. You know, that, that actually happened this week since the last episode, uh, LaMelo Ball fractured a bone in his wrist. And, you know, that was terrible. I seen that, um, he will be out for the remainder of the year. And, um, that's very unfortunate because he was the rookie of the year front runner, I think by far, you know what I'm saying? I think, uh, Anthony Edwards was definitely inching closer, but it, it wasn't that close. But now I can still probably end up with that trophy unless they do co-rookie of the year or something, you know, um. But yeah, he's out for the remainder of the year. LeBron James is expected to miss several weeks with a high ankle sprain. Um, so that happened in the second second uh, quarter of the game against the yeah. Atlanta Hawks. Uh, his his ankle got rolled up on um, by another player, and you know it's unfortunate because Anthony Davis is out for the Lakers as well. Um, and no timetable for those guys right now. So keep you updated with that. Um, some new faces hitting up some other places uh, like PJ Tucker. He made it to the Bucks. And now him and Giannis don't have to defend – they don't have to defend each other anymore, you know. And um, I saw that game the other day, and he looked like – he looked like, you know, he, he was making impact plays, so good for him. But he got traded to the Bucks for guards, DJ Augustin, forward DJ Wilson, and the Bucks' first-round pick in 2023. So that's, that's a good price for uh, P.J. Tucker. Uh, Myers Leonard – Myers, Myers – Myers Leonard. Leonard. Um, You know, you guys might remember, we actually reported about him last week where we talked about him using an anti-Semitic word. Um, And since then, he has been traded um, to the Portland Trailblazers, I believe. Um, No, actually, he he got traded to OKC for Trevor Ariza. Um, So for a second round pick in 2000, in 2027. that's, That's a long time from now. And I these know, guys, crazy. the Six OKC, from now. OKC's racking up picks like I don't know how they're gonna use them. Seriously, I don't right. know how they're gonna for use sure. all their picks
1: for they real. Yeah, pick. they might. They're gonna have to trade some of them away because mm-hmm. they've got too oh. many picks to be able to use. I thought the Celtics had a right drop picks and stuff, but shoot, they ain't got nothing on OKC. Yeah, man, it's crazy how many picks they got.
2: Yeah, man. Vlad, you were saying something? Oh, they're gonna move back to Seattle. Are they? <laughs> <laughs> Stop playing.
0: Actually that would be that would be dope because I know uh, Seattle really wants a team back over there. So I mean I say leave OKC where it's at, and maybe get another team out there. Nah,
2: alright. No, no expansion teams. Seattle Seattle <laughs> Supersonic, man. I don't know why they moved into OKC. I'm just
0: saying though, like OKC seems to be supporting their team pretty good year in and year out. Yeah, that's true. I you mean know, they-, they got a pretty good arena.
2: I don't like the I I I wouldn't want it to be thirty one. I would if this they would have to do two expansions to be like thirty two to make it even. Yeah. Right,
1: right. Yeah, because they wouldn't want an odd number of teams. That would make sense. So. Yeah, get, so, get
0: thirty two teams. You know, put one in some odd ass place like Delaware. So
2: let me shit. let me ask you, Delaware. <laughs> this so if they move Delaware what? <laughs> if they move one to if they move if they make a team if they bring back the Supersonic, um, what's the other city that you would like to see a team at? Quick, very quick, since we have a lot damn. of time
0: Damn, yeah, I mean, shoot. damn. Uh, yeah. I don't know, somewhere, Oregon? Maybe, maybe Arizona? No, 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 no. Trailblazers, right? Is not Oregon? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, Portland, Oregon, yeah. The, maybe, the, the Trailblazers over there. Maybe Arizona or something? Arizona. No, like Phoenix. Phoenix. Phoenix, oh. Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> like New Mexico
0: or some shit? Uh, I don't maybe, know. Maybe, maybe.
1: You know I, I was thinking Vegas okay okay, Barry
2: that's a good one that's a that's a good team. one.
1: They're already the biggest Raiders and the biggest um golden knights the hockey team so that's a really good get, one Barry. you know right that that would make sense and they have the summer league you know out there too as as well so oh yeah, you know, okay
2: so what about so I, Maine? I'm thinking that could be another fit. No. <laughs> 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 Alright, that's it. Let's let's move on. Right, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, let, let, I, think, I, think on. I think Barry I think Barry won that one. That was no good. For right, real. Right. no Vegas well, definitely a well, I'll one. take the W on that for sure. No,
0: I mean, I, I said I said Delaware. You guys didn't like Delaware.
2: So. bro Delaware? <laughs> <laughs> Delaware what? Have you even been to Delaware?
0: Was like, what the hell is in Delaware?
2: You know? Yeah, I don't know.
1: Right? I've actually about, been man. out there, and there's legit nothing there. So right. yeah, I, I don't see any sort of sports franchise. Right, right. Who, over there, right.
0: You know, you gotta cue in Joe Keem Noah. Who the hell wants to go to vacation in Delaware? Yeah. You know, yeah. then Joe <laughs> He said that about Cleveland. Um <laughs> so more news, KD, Kevin Durant, he's expected out uh, one or two more weeks uh, with a lingering left hamstring um situation he's been out since before the all-star game and you know i mean right now it seems like you know they're not telling us you know the truth about what's going on he's been out for a while but i know
2: hamstrings are
0: tricky and he's
2: a you know he's a lanky dude he had the injury last year so i think that achilles yeah they're being very careful with it which i i think it's a good thing
0: Mm -hmm. and um lastly atlanta hawks have won eight straight games since the nate mcmillan took over as um since nate mcmillan took over as head coach um you know that that's pretty good. I like Nate McMillan, and he's been doing a good job so far. They beat the Lakers. You know the last the last game they, you know I've seen um you know they're taking on the attitude of uh, Rajon
1: Rondo. Oh yeah, that's right because he got into it with that uh, Dennis Shooter the other um game when they played uh, the Lakers, right? So now they have definitely been playing much better. Elena Hops, you know Rondo's <laughs> even playing better himself and starting to play you know more minutes. Um and so you know that that you know I like what I'm seeing from John Collins. He's a Really good, you know, Young playing a good piece. You know, Trey Young's doing his thing as always. Um, so that's, you know, no surprise to anybody now. But, no, they got a nice uh, team over there. So I'm glad that Nate McMoon got another opportunity to be a head coach. And he's taking, you know, full advantage of it. I hope that he they end up hiring him, um, you know, in the offseason and giving him a contract to be their next head coach.
0: We'll see what happens, man. Um, and the Houston Rockets, uh, man, they're on a 20-game losing streak. Um, you know they had a Jeez, new
1: 20 straight my god right.
0: they that, have a new coach um i believe Silas um Steven Silas right Steven Silas and you know things who's are first not looking that
1: coach right
0: things are not looking good over there man you know he nah. could be he could be out of there pretty soon if if things you know continue i don't know, the way this is. is
1: his first year so you got to at least give him two years especially this is only his first year with the rockets it's his first year head coaching and it's crazy cuz he's been an assistant um am coaching the NBA for what, like twenty about twenty years. So, like, I don't think it's fair, particularly with the team that they have. The team's an absolute mess, are the Houston Rockets. So, I think they at least got to give him another chance um, and give him at least another year to be able to, you know, get this sh- ship right. And um, you know, and, and, and we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what you know, happens, play man. The team. We'll, we'll see what happens. The team plays better, right? Right. We'll, we'll see um, how it goes.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, for a first year coach and you know, I feel for him because he's a black coach and I want him to do good. So um, we'll see what happened with him. And um, on to uh, the Celtics, man, which, you know, is what we mainly talk about when it comes to the NBA segment here. Um, so a couple of things happening with the Celtics, you know, they, they haven't been playing well, obviously, uh, since the All-Star break came back. They've won a couple games and not like against, you know, the best teams in the league, you know, games that they should have won and then some games that they should have won, they've lost anyway. Um, the team looks it, right now, it looks bad, you know what I'm saying? Because they're not, they're what they're 500 right now, yeah,
1: exactly. No, they're 500, 500 right and now, 21, yeah. um,
0: 21 and 21. And you know, some things are around going around, right? So, they played since the, the NBA um came back from the all star break, they played the Rockets, which they've won 134 to 107. Um, you know, that's like a G League team right now. They played the Jazz and they lost 117 to 109. They played the Cavaliers, which we should have won. They lost 117 to 110. Uh, they lost against the Kings, 107-96. And then they won against the Magic, 112-96. Jalen Brown had a career high in 10, I mean, 10 three-pointers made in the game. So, um, yeah, well, I mean, what what is going on with the Celtics? Like, what are you guys seeing? Um, why have we been struggling lately? And, you know, like, what are your thoughts?
2: Well, the Celtics are not playing defense. They're not putting the effort out there. Um, just They're just not playing with, urgency and they're not playing together on offense and defense um on offense there's a lot of iso um as there's been all year and there has been nothing has been made to correct that um on defense guys are missing um um they they're just not communicating they're not playing defense together um they're not switching they're not switching when they need to switch they're not running back on fast break it's just the effort is just not there i mean i i, I don't know what to say i think it's a it's it's on the players, but I think it's also on the coach. Uh, all year, guys are just not playing together. It's just I don't know. It's a very disappointing team to watch, especially against the Cavaliers. The Cavaliers are not even a team that nobody should be losing to. And coming into that game, those guys were not playing with urgency. They were, I think, they were expecting to beat the Cavs, and they didn't play with the oomph to like beat the Cavs. They were just they thought they were just gonna right. get on the court and mm-hmm. beat the
0: Cavs. They're not a team, you know to be losing to and stuff, but they they play hard. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about the Cavs.
2: You yeah. Know, the Cavs, they,
0: they play yeah, hard. No, they do.
2: They play uh, hard. Absolutely. Yeah, but... I'm not we, making excuses. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. saying, like, right, you know, right, they're right, not right. that
0: great. You know what I mean? We should have won, but you're not going to beat any team if you're not exactly. playing hard
1: yourself. Exactly, exactly, right, right, exactly, exactly. Especially if you don't have the talent to be able to get away with that. And you, you can't don't. slack,
2: bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just we have a couple of guys that excels every night, Jalen Brown, Justin Tatum. Um, but besides that, the team is not just—they're just not playing together. It's a really bad team to watch. I, you know, I I try to watch every game, but it's not. I'm I'm not like excited to watch the Celtics. I'm not like um, it's just not exciting to watch. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, I'm certainly with you on that, Vlad. I, you know, it's been a very frustrating, you know, season with, with the Celtics and. Uh, I think here at at this point, they are what they are. They're just not a very good basketball team. They're a mediocre basketball team. Um, At best, they don't have, uh, you know, much talent, you know, outside of their two all-stars. I think, you know, it's pretty much a, you know, a a 2 man team. And, you know, and they have a couple of nice, you know, pieces like, you know, Robert Williams, who's been playing, uh, you know, better and stuff. And, uh, you know, Payne Bridges has been contributing. um, as well when he's on the floor, and I uh, think, uh, you know, and Kimball Walker, when he plays, uh, has been done well, but he's, you know, been inconsistent and, uh, you know, just not as good as we expected him to be, but I just think this team definitely lacks, you know, depth in uh, their bench and not really getting any production from their bench outside of, you know, Robert Williams and, and uh, being Pritchard. I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not seeing really anyone else, you know, step up and, play well uh even Marcus Smarty you know since he came back he hasn't been playing well and uh given the team the spark and the you know boost that we thought you know he would give them uh you know he, he, he definitely in a couple of those games that they lost he, you know made some poor you know shot selections and poor decisions at the end of that oh marcus yeah my, my, oh my, not marcus, marcus he
0: never does that
1: <laughs> uh, John, <laughs> don't say <that. laughs> I know Oh no, that not Marcus. Uh, <laughs> you know, but I don't. You know, <laughs> I I hear It's <laughs> funny, but uh, you know he certainly you know hasn't been you know playing you know the best since he's gone. Um, you know back. I know he has. You know he hasn't played in a while. But I just you know thought that. You know, with them being back and the team being, you know, fully healthy, they would be playing better and they're just, you know, not. I think, you know, it's a lot of things that are going wrong with this team. You know, certainly, you know, not guys not being able to score, you know, particularly when they put the bench in, you know, there's no scoring outside of, you know, our really top three guys. I think, you know, guys just aren't um you know, they're just not being – like consistent, like led with their energy and with their intensity. I, I, they're not bringing it every night. They're playing down to their competition, and uh, and and, and yeah, and it, it's clearly shown because right, like you know, games like the Cavs and the Kings. Um, they, you know, those should be wouldn't say automatic wins, but you should win those games uh if you actually play the way that you're capable of supposed to play and they clearly they clearly didn't they thought they could just show up and go through the motion and um you know win the game and they clearly don't have you know the you know good enough team to be able to do that so uh, you know i think certainly they have to change something and look to do something at the deadline even if it's not a big move they just have to be able to you know at least get a piece and get somebody that can help them in their rotation uh because they don't really have a, you know, a very good rotation right now in a deep. Maybe an Aaron either. Gordon,
0: because he just asked for a trade, right? Trade, right, right. Dude, that would a certainly trade. help. That's another NBA right,
1: that was- right. That, that 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 would be a good piece that could certainly, um, you know, help this team, um, you know, play better and you know and give them some more athleticism and another guy that could score for for sure. That that and you know, give them size. So I think it's just. You know, it's just a team that's kind of like lifeless right now, and a, a team that just really, you know, it seems as if they don't like really care, and they don't really, you know, play with you know any pride or any heart. Uh, yeah. Particularly when they get down in games, it's like they they give up. Um. So I think that's also the issue with the Celtics, and uh, unfortunately, unless if they make some changes to the roster, I don't see this um you know th- th- this season you know going any different than what it's gone uh, for them, I think they are what they are at this point.
0: Yeah, I think I go back to uh, what Vlad always says, you know, and we always laugh at it. And he ain't tried, tried to fool us with Jeff Teague and Tristan Thompson. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if oh, you think about man. it, man, like
0: that's... Oh, God. <laughs> basically, that that was it. Because, like, you know, uh, what's his name? Gordon left, and then we got Teague and, and Tristan. You yep. know what I mean? And yep. both yeah, uh-huh. two veterans that really haven't done shit up to this point, you know, for this team, you know what I'm saying? Um, Tristan Thomas has had a couple good games, but, like, not really huge impact. You know what I'm saying? Jeff Teague, he's, like, very hot and cold, you know what I mean? And turnovers, absolutely. streaky sometimes. Sometimes he's hitting what he's supposed to. He's sometimes. more cold
2: than he is hot.
0: Exactly. Um, And That's it looks correct. like, listen, man, Jeff Teague was a, was a dog a few years ago, you know what I mean? Yeah, Unfortunately, five years you know, ago.
1: Yeah, when he was in his prime, exactly. Right. Right. You know,
0: he was a dog back then, and he used to be one of the fastest guys on the, on the court at all times. And you know, one of the first things athletes lose is that speed. You know, after a while, and you know, it, it it's kind of happened to him. Um, and you know, he just hasn't made like that big of an impact. Our bench, man, we don't we don't have a bench. Like we really don't. No, we
1: we really don't. Besides you know, Robert Williams, who should actually be starting. Even Robert I'm Williams.
0: You know what I'm saying? Like, even he's not like very consistent. He's been consistent in the last few games that he's played. Lately, last play, yeah. Right. To the point where people are asking for him to be a starter. But, like, can you trust him to, you know? I, th-
2: I think um, I, I agree with Barry. I think oh, I would like to see him start.
0: Yeah. I think, yeah, he, I mean, I, I
2: would like to see him start too. I think it, at some point, um, young players, you don't get to see what they're made of until you actually give them the opportunity to start. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if he's always coming off the bench, then you're always going to get that bench whatever he brings off the bench but if you start him he might have a different impact on the game so I actually would like to start
0: right and we have uh we have three stars man that should be able to score you know when they want to but um that hasn't been happening it's been pretty um inconsistent for them um and if our stars score less than 20 points in any given game like we're not winning the game you know no. what I'm saying? Because where else is the not, where else exactly, is the points coming from? You know what I mean? Like, there's nobody else we have that can take over games anywhere on this roster. You know what I mean? If no. if two of our stars have a bad game, we're gonna lose the game. If two of them is not having like a really good game, and that means like 25, 30 points, you know, a piece, we we're, we're not gonna have a chance. You know, just because like right. we don't have anybody that can cover that slack. And I, um,
2: I think one of the things that we trap we 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 kind of miss sometimes with the Celtics is. The guys are scoring, and it's great. And we, we need Jalen Brown, and we need Justin Tim to, to score, and we need Kemba to be Kemba. But at assist, like, this team doesn't average a very high number of assists. And I think we're not going to play – we're not going to be a good team. We're not going to be a good playoff team. We're not going to be – we're not going to make it past the first round of the playoffs until we – that assist number starts going up. Making – it's it's about making the other guys better, you know. I think um it's about making – um, Robert Williams better. It's about making um, Ojale. I think Ojale's been so much better this year. I'm not saying he's He's been great. solid. I'm not saying he's great or anything, but I think the other guys can help him be better. You know, Ojale's I mean? so, done his part this year. Yeah, so I think... Right, he hasn't
1: been completely trashed. He's at least contributed. Right? I think we need right. to see the, those assist numbers go up
2: for sure.
0: Listen, I think Jalen Brown and, and Jason Tatum scored like 15 points and like 17, 18 points in one of those games that we lost. And it was like, if if our Who's stars the
1: Cavs, it might have been that something Cavs like game, that. They I scored
0: think. very low, and I'm like, you know, yeah,
1: it's ain't gonna cut This is not gonna, you know, you know not the, acceptable. And gonna get get going to get it done. Right? If the, we have
0: one star that goes as hard as, um, Colin Sexton does every night, I think this team would be alright.
2: The worst part was you lose to the Cavs, right? And you're like, okay, that sucks. Like this is bad. And then the next game, you're like, okay, you're playing another sucky team, the Kings, and we lose to the Kings too. Yeah. I know, it, it, that was that was depressing. Embarrassing,
0: embarrassing. Yeah, I hate um the the press conferences after. So, oh, the team's not having fun right now. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right, now, y'all exactly, getting paid like millions what? of dollars. Like, bro, I don't care what's going on, man. Share the ball and like, I I mean, it's it's a surprise to me because you know Brad Stevens always preaches about you know getting the ball in the right hands. Yeah, I mean finding the open man, and this year it's just not happening at all. Um, you know, it looks like they miss guys like uh, guys like uh, Horford. Um, Al Horford. I was just and I seen him like being proposed as a trade now. You know what I mean? Um, from OKC, cause you don't hear about Horford either. I actually
2: take him to be honest, cause we. need – I would take him too. We yeah, need we for real. we need that ball movement. You know, uh, and I think listen, I mean, give I, the ball to Al Horford. All right, he can, yeah. he can he'll take it up. I
1: too old. Wait, wait. Like as much as it may might be a good idea to bring him up like you would really wanted someone like that you know come back to the Celtics is that old and you know doesn't really move well. we saw him with the Sixers and I get that wasn't a good fit with the Sixers but he didn't really look good he doesn't look like the Al Horford from a couple of years ago when he was on the Celtics and he was playing you know really well and you know uh you know and an all-star caliber
2: play I think you know,
1: in a, a double double guy. I, I don't know if he's that same I think same I want player. him
2: I don't need him to start necessarily. I just want him to teach those guys ball movement. I I just want him to be in the offense like maybe coming off the bench or something just to improve the ball movement of the team. It's just it's just not happening right now. Right now what do you have that's really creating that ball movement that we need? Like we don't really have no, anybody right. no, listen, Al Horford would come on this team and start so right yeah, now I don't need him to score. I of don't need course. to I don't need to. I don't need him to. I just need him to improve the team's chemistry, improve the team's um, ball movement um, on the offense. That, that's all I need from him.
0: Yeah, and I think I think you, you you made a valid point, Barry. You know what I'm saying? Because he is older now, but I don't think any team has used Al Horford like the Celtics used them since he's been traded. You know, what no, I mean, I think so he's that, had that, to that, adjust to the different different, different roles, different positions. The ball's not in his hands at all. You know what I mean? And I think we've used Al horford differently than any other team he's been on so far, you know, even even the Hawks. You know what I'm saying? Um no, for and sure, I think that's fair. I feel like that's why he loved playing here until, you know, they waved that money in front of him. You know, he's older, you he had to take that money, you had to go right. Yeah, did but,
1: get it when while you could, right.
0: I think he regrets it. I don't think he's he's enjoyed his last couple of years in the since he's No, nah,
1: he doesn't look like he's happy at all. No, nah, no, man. For
0: sure. Um I think it would be great to see him back. Um but in other news, Danny Angel is saying that they're probably not going to use a player exception this year. So that means off-season we go with this player exception. You know what I'm saying? So guys, there's
2: nobody coming here. That's crazy. So so what? We're, when we're just gonna. Either not make the playoff or get eliminated round one or something. Right. It seems like it's gonna be a waste of season. Even, not even round one. We're gonna get eliminated the playing game because there's a playing game this year. Right. Right. Yeah. They're, they're doing that just like they did in the bubble. Right. Right. I I know that's 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 very diso- and, that's and, very yeah. disappointing to hear. That just, that just tells me. There's nothing to look forward to for to the Celtics for the Celtics.
0: Yeah, there's like there's no help. No help is on the way, guys. That's that's ridiculous. I think I think that's definitely the disservice. Man, I hope you mind
1: on that. I hope Fire Angel tonight.
0: Fire Angel, you think the Fire mm-hmm. Angel hashtag is gonna come is gonna uh, go back up?
2: That's that's my hashtag like I, I don't know. <laughs> fuck <laughs> I'm, I don't give a fuck who else doesn't put it up. I've just I've been I've been on that train for, for a little bit now. I've been telling you guys I I'm okay with No, it. you said that on this podcast. I've before, said that before. No. I know I know what I say sometimes, you know, you're just like yo, I don't know where Vlad is coming with this. You know, last year I was like, yo, I don't know about Brad Stevens. Y'all run after me.
0: You know what? Since <laughs> you're since you're on that right now, there was there a question from Afon and from Mattapan. He's uh, one of our supporters. Yes, and my has, man, right um, there. When would the Celtics get rid of Danny Ainge? So they should tonight.
1: I don't know. <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> hey, God, would you give him a ride to the airport? <laughs> if if I, they fired him tonight? <laughs> well, I, I
2: think his family lives here, so I think he'll stay in Boston. I think he'll I think he'll stay in Boston, but. Um no I, I just, I'm just tired of Danny Ange. I think he's been here for like 20 years or something like that. He's one, been here a while now. One, yeah, championship in, a while. one championship in 20 years doesn't do it. It doesn't it. Is there do it anybody years. else with that
1: kind of tenure right now as a GM in this league? I uh, well, yeah it, because not every not a lot of teams have been winning championships and we haven't either. That's because I'm on
2: the same boat as the majority of the teams. You know, what I, you, know, you know what I don't want to be? In the same boat as the majority of the team in the league. We're the that's, Super- that's what we're saying. Aren't we, aren't we the Celtics, the, the winningest club in in NBA history? You know what I mean? Aren't we supposed to? Well, we're I'm, not. We're co cool winningest groups. Yeah, but aren't we supposed to be, like, the top dog, you know, top echelon, you know what I mean? So let's be that. Like, And right now we're not getting that with Danny Inch. It's just – it's honestly not happening. I mean – I don't know if I would have done a better job than Danny Ange, but that's not. I'm not. I'm not getting paid that much, so I, that's that's not me. But I just I expect more. When will When will they no, get rid for sure, of him? No, that's Harry?
1: fair. Shoot, I think um it at least be at you know at the end of the season before he goes. I think um you know they're gonna. I don't think they'll fire him in, in the middle of the um you know the regular season. I think they'll wait until the off season in order to well, do that. You know if if he is gonna let go, but I certainly think if this team. Misses the playoffs, so if they're one and done, uh, which it looks like there's a good chance of that happening, then uh, you know he should go and, and Steven should go too. I feel like they should both go together. If one gets fired, you might as well fire both of them at the same time because I feel like they're like hand in hand. They correlate with um with each other. So I, I definitely think you know at the end of the season, if we continue to see what we've been seeing with this team and they don't play better and uh and don't
2: go past the first round, then right he has to go as well as Brad Stevens. Do I think they will fire him? No, I, I just – I think he's a Celtics for life, to be honest. Okay. Even uh, if they don't
1: make the playoffs, Vlad, That was
2: – that was actually – you
1: know, if they lose in the playing, uh, you know, game? Like, yeah, I don't think the Celtics with management and no, front office would really nah. let him go?
0: I agree with Vlad, man. I, I don't think that, so. That was going to be my point. Like, it seems like Danny Ainge and Brad Stevens have made themselves a part of the good old boys club. You know what I'm saying? It's like these guys – are in you know they're in concert with each other, and you know when things come out, one of them is like you know uh taking shots for the other type of stuff. um You know it looks like they're comfortable with what they're trying to do because like Brad Stevens just got a contract extension last last year, y'all. Yeah, Brad Stevens I mean, is not going anywhere. He
1: can't go. He's not that, going that, anywhere, man. Uh, but I, I know I hear what you're saying, but he what we've seen from this this team is they've gone from and. Eastern Conference finalists. When the three of the last four years to now a mediocre team within one season, like something has I mean, to change, guys. We can't bring both well, guys back Mary, and and bring the same team back next year and expect for things to change and to get better. Like something this offseason, this team doesn't has make Brad the
0: done a terrible job.
1: Yes, he has. This he's season. done a terrible job this, since this he's gotten season,
0: the this, this season. season. So, how many seasons out of the whole time Brad Stevens has been here has he been doing a terrible job?
1: One year. I'll give one, one you know what year. I'm saying? So, it it's like, we can't. By Celtic standards, it's unacceptable they, for this team to be playing this way and he I has a no to um, that, John.
0: That's by Boston standards because, like, you know, any other team would want a coach like that right now because he, he came in, he he had the struggles, he overachieved in a lot of the seasons. You know what I mean? We were just in the uh, Eastern Conference finals last year, so, like, He's had. He's not having a great year. And Look at how the team is built. You know, it's not like he's he got like every. You know, what I mean, he doesn't have like yeah, but major all stars. A
1: lot to do with that, though. He has something to do with that. He has say in the personnel um decisions with the team. He works hand in hand with Danny Ainge as far as the the roster right. uh, and the guys that are on this team. So that's what I'm saying. We've got to hold him accountable. And if we see continue to see what we're seeing, he should. Well, what been do we always running say running. though?
0: What do we always say? Like this stuff doesn't fall on the coach because, like, at the end of the day, like the players got to go out there and play, right? The the coach maybe schemes you a win, you know, a few times a year, but other than that, what what are we using them for other than managing what's going on in the team? Um, I, I think, think I agree with that. I I mean, we can't just like fire coaches off of one bad year, is what I'm saying. You know, um, that's why this I, is I don't horrific.
1: Think, I think that's an understatement, John. This is. And a year. yeah. So, I, this think, I think I, I think there's a harsh
2: critic, yeah. I, I don't I think there's a harsh critic. I, I would get rid of Brad, um, Denny Edge before I get rid of Brad Stevens. but I think so too. But we are running overtime, um, I think we should move on. Um, but I, I uh, yeah, uh, um, Denny Edge before Brad Stevens goes,
0: yeah, um, for sure. And uh, yeah, I mean, well, speaking of that, that, we were talking about Brad Stevens, right? Going in, you know, the rumors came out that, um, I think the Indiana job. Um, the head coach of in, Indiana Hoosiers opened up, and there's a lot of rumors that came out um, that Brad could possibly be leaving, and he came out and pretty much refuted everything. He called himself a mass hole that he's a you know Patriots fan. You know what I'm saying? So he's not leaving for the Indiana um, coaching job. Um, Tristan Thompson he's been out due to contact tracing for the COVID stuff. Uh, the trade deadline is on the 25th, which is this Thursday. So be on the lookout for that. Um, and I think the last question about Danny Ainge, right, are there any similar similarities between him and Coach Bill Belichick? Mm, I'm going to let you guys take that one.
1: Uh, shoot, I don't even think it's fair to compare, you know, the, the, those guys, you know, and I don't think they're on the same level. I right? think you know, Belichick is far more superior um, than, than Danny Ainge. That I, I don't even think, you know, that's a good comparison to compare the two guys. Uh, so, the here injury- question no, I think Belichick is far better you know and and in, in terms of managing a team and uh and not only getting assets but also uh you know getting talent I don't think Danny Ainge has done a good, good job um you know in, in the recent years and getting uh you know talent for this team and I think that's a big reason why the you know Celtics are in the position that they're in uh because of the lack of moves that he's made and then also you know letting uh you know, people go uh, and not getting anything in return. I think you know certainly Belichick. Um, you know, the only person you could really say that um is, you know is Tom Brady that you know he let you know someone go like that and didn't get anything in return and, and ended up uh, costing outside of that. I think you know Belichick's done a better job than Danny Ainge. You uh, know he's made his mistakes too, but uh, you know definitely not as much of mistakes as uh, Danny Ainge has made um, in. In recent years. So I think I don't even think you can compare those uh, two guys because Belgium is so far ahead of Ainge. Like they're not even the same uh, ballpark and level at this point.
0: Yeah, for sure, man. Um, So we got six chips in 20 years and then one. So,
1: you know. Uh... <laughs> <For> exactly. <laughs> no comparison. The similarities no comparison. there,
0: you know, it's not much, but I definitely think the only similarity I see is, you know, the lack of um, team building from both coaches and I mean both GMs the last year in the team. You know what I'm saying Bill Belchek last year's football team and Danny Inge this year's basketball I think they both like you know making the right moves, making the right choices. Other than that, they ain't there is definitely no similarities. Uh the Celtics got a big stretch coming up. They got like um I think five games, uh six games. No five, five games, games and seven, and, um, days.
1: seven nights,
0: yeah. Yeah, seven nights. Uh so the Celtics versus Grizzlies versus the Bucks twice versus OKC once, and then versus the Pelicans, and we'll definitely update you guys on the next episode um, on the games that's gone on. But well, let's shift into the NFL. Oh guys,
1: one last question in regard to the Celtics. I don't know if we, um, we answered this, but w- will they make the playoffs or should we save that for another episode?
0: Um, I mean, right now, the way they, they're moving, I mean, this is the Celtics, man, and I think, you know, we have a good enough coach to, like, try to, you know, bring things back around a little bit. Um, so I think we will make the playoffs, but far in the playoffs, I
2: don't think. So. Yeah, I think we'll make the playoffs. I think, um, like John said, I mean, this is a we have two All Star and a half on this team because right now Kemba is a half because basically just not Kemba right now. Half but man. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, we we'll, we we'll, we'll definitely make the playoffs because this is the Eastern Conference. Fine, um, the Eastern Conference after all. Um, but if we miss it, I wouldn't. Miss it. Hmm. No, I think that's fair. I think they'll certainly uh, make
1: you know make the playoffs. If like this you know team is too good not to make the playoffs, and you have two all stars on your team, like, definitely gotta find a way you know and and, and and definitely make the the playoffs. That's unacceptable if you don't make the playoffs. You know, two all stars like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. So I think they'll definitely find their way in the playoffs. But I don't even think that they'll win around. I think they'll be out in the first round in, uh, and yeah it'll be a pretty quick exit for for them uh but they'll certainly they, they should be able to get into the playoffs
0: hey man the celtics have proved us wrong before and hopefully hopefully hope they I'm do run. that right, you right. know what i'm saying hope, i'm hoping it's time too we did not see them going to you know the eastern conference whatever last year so um that, that's true you know,
1: we didn't so we'll uh, see how the season goes move forward
0: on to the nfl man where there is a lot, a lot, a lot going on in the NFL, uh, mostly because of free agency. The free agency period opened up and there was a flood of, you know, deals that happened, um, you know, concerning other teams as well as the Patriots. We actually did a recap on ProFins on the Sports, Sports on IG last Wednesday when we talked about some of the moves that were made by the, the Patriots. If you'd like to go watch it, it's on the live there. Um, so please go check that out. But um, some NFL news, man, a lot of guys are moving around. Some guys are staying put. Uh, one of the big receivers, Kenny Delade, signed with uh, the Giants. So he'll probably make an 18 mil a year now um, with the Giants. I think he signed for like four years, 72 mil. Uh, Juju Smith, Schuster is back with the Steelers. He chose to stay home. Uh, and he took less money as well to stay with them. Um, you know, I don't know if that's foolish or <laughs> or what, but, you know, he's going back to them. Ryan Fitzpatrick has signed to the Washington football team, the former Dolphins uh, quarterback, as well as every other team.
2: like was, was about seems to like say, league, like, former every team in the league quarterback. Right, for real. Exactly. Like, dude's <laughs> um, played
1: for, like, nine teams. It like, seems like he's almost played for, like, half the league. Seriously. And, like, I thought he was going to come
0: to the Patriots and, like, um, you know, uh, you know, make the, tri- uh, the-, the trifecta or whatever. Um, because on oh,
1: yeah, um, AFC East, right? Yeah, that, that.
0: complete the cycle. I mean, you know, he played with, for the. Did he play for the Jets? He played for yes, the Jets. He, he played for the Bills. He played. I thought played like, for the
1: Dolphins. Right. I'm right. like,
0: damn, what if he comes to the Patriots? You know, and I mean, we don't know yet. He might be here next year. You know, <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: if we'll he ends up playing another year, right? Well, well, this guy happens, but good for Fitzmagic that he's uh, in uh, D.C. And, and, and playing with Washington. I actually like that move.
0: Yeah, he seems like a free agent every single year. Um,
1: yeah, because he signs one year deals mm-hmm. every year, so like, I like makes it. Sense.
0: Listen, you give right. me 10 million, I, you give me 10, I'll right, take right. 10. I'll take 10. You know what <laughs> I mean? That's
1: right. He's just collecting the bags at this point, which I don't blame him. Listen, He's, I'll, I'll, the I'll teach these years, guys, so I'd be collecting two, I'll be getting every bag I could get if I were him.
0: I'll teach these guys how to play quarterback. Uh, Deshaun Jackson signed to the Rams, uh, former Eagles wide receiver. Hopefully, he can have a healthy year because. It's been a while since he's had a healthy year. Um hopefully this is it for him this year. Kyle Fuller, former uh Chicago Bear, has signed to the Broncos. Philip Ramsey, uh, Philip Lindsay actually, uh signed to the Texans. Uh so the former Broncos running back. I think that's a good move. It seems like the Texans have every running back in the league now. They got Ingram, uh they still got um old boy, what's his name? David Johnson. David Johnson and now they added um Philip Lindsey. So yeah, should be a really good backfield.
1: Yeah, for sure good, you know, good and good, uh, you know, that piece to add to their backfield. Mm-hmm. I wonder how they're going to make it work with, you know, all three of the guys. But I know David Johnson's always, same thing with Deshaun Jackson. They're, they're always hurt. They, they never stay healthy, so it makes sense to have. Depth at that position for the Texans
0: for sure. Uh, Mr. Trubisky, we spoke about him, and I told you guys he was gonna find a place pretty soon. He signed a one-year deal with the Bills, um, you know, and subsequently Andy Dalton signed with the Bears, which is a move I really don't get Me because either. I would much rather Miss no Trubisky sense. over right, Andy, than Andy Dalton.
1: Dalton. Facts exactly. Um, it's
2: like I they mean, downgraded from what I've seen. Mr. I do I don't know. I disagree. I think the first of all, I think they both suck, and yeah, they're both it's, trash. It's like picking potato, and I don't know.
0: Check this out. Last year, the Bears got Nick Foles right. Mitch Trubisky started two games, went two and zero, and he threw an interception. Third game, they decided to put Nick Foles in two and zero, and you decide to start Nick Foles. Okay, so Nick Foles comes in and he becomes trash and gets injured. Mitch Trubisky gets back in there and takes them to the playoffs takes them to the playoffs. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know much about Mitch Trubisky, but I, he's not like a, a, a 10-year vet or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's yeah, a, young a young quarterback. right? It he
2: hasn't young... played that long in the league. But it might, it might be a situation where you have to hold his hands, though. Maybe you have to say, "To go to number 10, go to number 12. But no matter what, I, I, the fact that he signed with the Bills with no opportunity to be a starter tells me all I need to know about that guy.
0: Listen, I know that... Um, We've shitted on Mr. Trubisky, but I think the Bears kind of like screwed him over. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like yeah, I'm he's, with you
1: on that. he's a capable how?
0: kid because of what they did to him. Like, how do you bench a guy that starts 2-0 for you?
2: I think and I then think they, whatever they and see, then, this, this, is the guy, this is the guy that's signing with a team that has a quarterback that he has no opportunity to start. Why would he sign with the Bills? Because there's nowhere else to go. Oh, no. He didn't he get was, any other offers. Where Ooh. else are you going to go? I would if I'm if if I'm a any um any quarterback that's like what do you call that um that's competitive that wants to start that wants to play you're not gonna sign with a team that has a the team doesn't they have like a young quarterback there's no opportunity for you to like start learn almost to learn anything like I think I would never go there
0: I think the opposite because now you have an MVP candidate in Josh Allen you know what i mean with the quarterbacks coach over there that's a chance to learn cuz like michael yeah, didn't have anybody to learn from at that's all
2: a, that's a young you know guy I mean? go i would go somewhere I, I don't know i would go with i would go with to any like the the Panders need a quarterback the um jaguars need a quarterback like there's so many there's teams that need quarterback right. there's teams that have veterans that, that i would rather learn from the fact that he goes to the bills tells me all i need to know about this guy that guy would never be my quarterback
0: the Jaguars are not going to sign him because they want Trevor Lawrence and you're not going to have a former starter in front of Trevor Lawrence. You know no, what I mean? That's no, why they're trying to get ready.
2: Not, not in front of him. Just I would, I, I'm going to go somewhere where I might want to start. I'm not going to go somewhere where I know there's no chance I'm starting. There, I think just, in my opinion, it's just like, not where I'm going.
0: It's a good move for him because he gets a chance to learn, sit for a year. And listen, he signed a one-year deal. Next year, he's going to be on the open market again. And there could be guys looking Maybe. and I feel like, I feel like they the bears owed him because he saved a lot of jobs by getting them into the playoffs. You know what I mean? Uh, for the first mm-hmm. time in a long time, like this guy's, this guy's done a better job than like Jay Cutler. You know what I mean? Rex Grossman in his short time being, Mike Glennon.
1: In, you know what I'm saying? Like in a really short time, they had a whole bunch of bums. At quarterback. What I'm saying
0: is I think they uh, gave up on him way too soon. Um, mm-hmm. I think they really like tried hard to give him a really bad rep, and I mean the last few games he played on the Bears, he was really good, but not to not to stay on Mr. Trubisky. I think good luck to him. But um, Andy Dalton will be their starter now, and you saw what he
1: did <laughs> with the Cowboys, <laughs> and I'm like, I would much rather. Oh boy, that's And that's what I'm what... saying. Not like that's a big downgrade right there. Like, what are they doing? Listen, you go you go from Mitch <laughs> Trubisky to Andy Dalton. Like, what like? I mean, Eddie Dalton
0: do wasn't a terrible quarterback for the Bengals, but that, that time's past now. You know what I mean? it's, it's been a while exactly. since he's been that good. You know what I mean? And that's Mitch Trubisky, he's still a young guy, he's still learning. And I think we should look at the coach, what they try to do. You know, what I, mean? I mean, dude, if, yeah, if the
1: coaching is trusting of the if Cam, Newton, the Bears, they if Cam no Newton
0: gets in the playoffs last year, I think we talk about him a lot differently than we talk about him now. You know what I mean? You have a guy that actually as got as
1: he played, John? Even think, Kim you don't play. think we would look not at him a
0: little different?
1: A little bit, but not. If he much, got into the playoffs, not not, not, not much differently with but, his performance since last year. But, but different. A, I'll give you that a little differently, a little, right. but not not much different.
0: Right. Um. Michael Brockers uh, signed to the Detroit Lions. He was the guy that um actually said, you know, we finally got a good quarterback now since uh, Matthew Stafford came in. And now he got traded to the team that his old quarterback got in, was Trevor Lions and Jared Goff. So he had to make like a quick apology, you know, to Goff saying that, you know, he was just trying to get the fan-based hype and all stuff. So,
1: <laughs> oh, is that right?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he got traded. Will Fuller got traded to the Dolphins, you know, the former Texans wide receiver. Uh, Chris Carson re-signed with the Seahawks. Uh, the running back is staying there. Justin Simmons signed a four-year deal. Worth sixty-one million dollars with the
1: Broncos. Ooh, Corey Davis, bag right there, right.
0: Bag. Corey Davis signed with the Jets. Um, you know Adam Gaze, man. He he's helped. No, he's fired. No, no, no. Robert Sala. I know, no, I know. Adam Gaze helped out um Corey Davis a lot. You know what I mean? Because he was with the Dolphins with Ryan Tannehill. You know, fucked that up, and Ryan Tannehill got sent to uh to uh, the, the Titans, the tie- and, and then you know, Tannehill helped Corey Davis got get a couple good seasons, and now he's getting a bag in Gase's former place, so it's like, you know, the cycle it's continues. It's like a cycle. Uh, I
1: didn't notice that. That's a good right. point, John. I didn't right. see that.
0: So he signed with the Jets, and I don't know why he did that, you know what I mean? Cause yeah, there was neither, man. Listen, uh, Allen Robinson uh, accepted his franchise tag to the um, to the Bears, and you know, he heard uh, Kenny Galati was coming in for a visit. He's like, oh, shit, let me sign right now before the market dries up. You know what I mean? So he's back over there. Jameis Winston signed with the Saints. Janoris Jenkins, who was with the Saints, signed with the Titans. Uh, Taysom, Taysom Hill signed a four-year, $140 million uh, deal with uh, the Saints. I believe we actually told him that. It was last week, I believe. Um, but we'll tell it to you again. Who cares? Uh, Canyon Drake signed with the Raiders. Joe Tooney signed with the Chiefs, the former Patriots lineman. Uh, I think he signed like an 80 something million dollar deal, and these guys don't get deals that big, that lucrative. Trent Williams. And especially uh, a
1: guy. they right. usually doesn't get signed, so good for him.
0: Right, good for him. The left tackle signed back with the 49ers, so he'll stay there. Emmanuel Sanders signed with the Bills. Uh, another the, good move. Another good move for them. Possession receiver. Seahawks do not want to trade Russell Wilson,
2: so people should put those trade ideas. Well, they, you know. they, were, they got like a three. They got like three first round, first pick round or picks or something, mm-hmm. and yeah, they said no. That's crazy. From the Bears, right? I remember they gave him a huge offer, and they're like, nah, we still don't
1: want." to I, I, th- I think
2: that's the right move. Once you have a once you have a French franchise quarterback, you don't trade him.
0: Well, they better do what they got to do to you know to keep him happy. to protect exactly. him and keep him happy. You know what I mean? Um, the Saints were punished for a COVID nineteen violation. They got a seven hundred thousand dollar fine and lost a six round pick. Um. And uh, lastly, man, you know, really huge news. Uh, Deshaun Watson, uh, the quarterback from the Texans, you know, right now he's their quarterback and he's been seeking a trade. And, you know, since he sought that trade, you know, he's landed in some hot water recently where, uh, you know, a few suits, lawsuits have been signed, filed against him. Um, some sexual allegation lawsuits, so they're saying that he allegedly sexually abused some women's sexual misconduct um with the women uh, a few masseuse around the Houston area, and those complaints are stemming from like pretty recently as recent as earlier this month and you know as january and um the story is that you know while he's in the parlors or wherever he's at getting these massages behaves in a way that men should really not behave with the women, and um you know he right now is facing like twelve lawsuits reported. The twelve lawsuits oh, wow. um, and alleg- alleged allegations from, you know, different women. Um, I believe his attorney is something Busby, and he's a Houston based, Houston based lawyer, you know, came out and basically explaining to the people that, hey, you know, this is for real and we gotta list the victims of the situation. Um Deshaun Watson has since, you know, he's denied everything. He says that he's always respected women. Um, and, you know, he's going to work to clear his name. It's really not about the lawsuits. It's about his name. He's not looking for money, none of that. Um, he doesn't care what's happening. He's just trying to clear his name. And, you know, it's, this is something that's really not new for the NFL, unfortunately. you see these situations happen all the time, not to bring him up, but most recently, Antonio Brown, um, who just won a Super Bowl. So um, I know you guys seen the news, like, because I know Deshaun Watson has been mentioned. The Pats have been mentioned in enough. Um, or a lot of the fan base want him, deservedly so, and that's why I wouldn't John Watson. But, um, you know, since the news came out, like, how do you guys feel about that? I know a lot of the news and a lot of the fans say stuff like, you know, this is happening because he asked for a trade. You know what I'm saying? Based on other things we've seen happen in the past in the NFL, how do you guys feel about that? um, You know, just your thoughts.
2: Um, I think these are very serious allegations and that uh, we should be listening to the victims and that, You know, if there's no place for men to behave like this and that um, any allegations that are coming through should be listened to and um, we'll wait for the legal procedures to go through and whenever, whatever comes out of that, we'll talk about it. I'll talk about it then. Um, I know that I'm not glancing over the fact that those allegations are coming out right when he asked for a trade, I think. There's definitely there's definitely a, a motive behind those allegations coming out when they're coming out um, but no matter what um if those things uh, well those things that happen um if he committed them there's no there's no place for that and yeah you know, whatever comes out of those legal procedures um, we'll talk about it then oh uh, yeah I think um you know it's unfortunate
1: that you know that these allegations have you know happened and transpired uh you know I that we take them seriously as well. I will admit, at first, I didn't, you know, so much just because I thought, oh, it was just, um, you know, these women trying to get a quick cash grab and, and get it back. But as the number kept going up and increasing uh, throughout the week, then I'm like, oh, shoot, like maybe this is more serious than, you know, I initially thought. And, you know, they, and, and these women must be, you know, saying this for a reason. It's, it's you know, up to 12 now, what he like just stated, John. So yeah, I think it's uh you know definitely unacceptable uh you know for you know any men to treat women like this and uh you know I'm certainly with Vlad on that like there's you know there's no excuse and no reason of why uh you know this should you know be happening uh you know by any man professional athlete or not like you know just you know my men just can't treat you know women like that point blank period so uh yeah thing it's you know terrible that you know you know these allegations have come up and added up to the amount that they have. You know I hope that you know I mean I hope that that you know they if they are true that they women do get you know the justice that they you know they do deserve to get if you know it is you know really true what ended up you know transpiring that that situation with the Sean Watson, but yeah, but kind of like we will wait and see how the rest of this, you know, legal process goes, you know, before we can um, really comment our, on it any further. Uh, but, you uh, know, I just think that, yeah, it's a uh, really unfortunate and sad thing that, happened and that has really gotten to this point it's uh, it's really bad so we'll see how the rest of it goes
0: yeah i mean these things definitely like scare me as a man you know i mean that's definitely a position i never want to be in you know so i definitely like respect women and i don't don't ever want to be associated with nothing like that i mean and the the number of allegations like they they give you pause you know what i'm saying like like 12 people is a lot of people you know it is absolutely it comes to a point where it's like, well, if 12 people are saying you did this and one person saying, no, they didn't, like, who are we gonna believe, you know what I mean? It's like, damn, right, but at right. the same time, like, I understand these things happen all the time where these guys are, you know, falsely accused of stuff and it happens, you know, it's unfortunate. Um, if that's the case, I hope. Whatever happens, if, if he's guilty about this stuff, then, you know, he gets his punishment, but if he's not, like, people involved should get their punishment as well. And I think it's only fair you know, um, but I certainly think victims should be heard, you know, at all times, So no matter what happens as, you know, as yeah, father, even, if, uh, even
2: if it's one, if it, even if it's just one thing. Right. You know, um, mm-hmm.
0: as a Absolutely. father of a young lady and stuff, you know, like, I definitely want her to be in a position to be heard and, and be taken seriously as to whatever is going on. Um, but I, I definitely think it's an unfortunate situation um, all the way around. One thing I don't agree with is like, this is not a criminal lawsuit, right? So this is not something where Deshaun is gonna get like arrested and put in jail and stuff like that. So this is like a civil thing where they can hash it out in court and he can give like a monetary thing to like settle it and stuff like that. And that kind of stuff kind of like irks me. It's like, what about the victims that are victims of people that don't have money?
2: Yeah. yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's
0: like, so basically you're not gonna press charges. You just want money. You know what I mean? And. Like, to me, it like diminishes a little bit what's happening. It doesn't diminish, you know, what happened between whatever happened, the situation is. But I think, you know, for, the, for like, victims that, you know, are from people that are not in a position to pay them thousands and thousands of dollars, like, it's, it's a different situation. And I don't think they ever think about going for, like, a civil, war. like, yo, this person does that to me, put his ass in jail, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no, like, I don't need your money type of thing. But unfortunately, that's what happens. And, you know, we're going to leave it at that and update you guys when, when the time comes. Um, you know, good luck to, you know, that situation. And I don't know, hopefully people get justice whatever way it ends ends up going, right? Um, on to, well, actually, there was a question, right? What are your thoughts well, on Deshaun?
2: We basically just answered it. Yeah, that was pretty much. I the answered. question? What are your thoughts on Deshaun Watson's trade after the civil lawsuit? Yeah. Did, well, I did guess, you, did you I guess, answer that? Oh, I guess the trade, um the trade top, yeah. Yeah, I mean, um I don't have any excuse me, I don't have any thoughts on the trade per se. I I I think I just wanna see what happens once everything is over. Yeah, I think my thoughts were more on what happened with him and the allegations. The trade I so that's secondary right now.
0: Yeah. Uh, actually, this question did come from Jason Marvin from Norwich, Connecticut, another yes, one of Barry shout out up to Jason. That's um, another one of my so thank guys. Thank you for the question. Thank you, Jason. Um, I think for me, like, I think the Patriots are definitely not thinking about Deshaun Watson right now, you know, especially with this allegation. and I
2: don't think nobody you know, is. Um,
1: yeah, but, a, that means uh, pause in the
0: trick. It, it came it. out some teams are still interested, you know, and I saw that uh, the Patriots were not on that list. So,
2: um, I mean, I'm sure teams are still interested, but I bet you... Right. No team is gonna make the trade until this until is, that's over. Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? Right, and right. I mean he's as good as traded because like I don't know how he goes back to Houston, how they expect him to be their quarterback of the future. You know what I mean? Like after that happens to him there, I think he's as good as gone, man. And, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. Cut I make, don't man. see him going
1: back there. Cut Even make, before man. this, I didn't think he was gonna go back there, but definitely now after um these allegations, yeah, he certainly won't be a Houston Texan. uh you know, for, for much longer, and by the time, you know, the next season comes, so yeah, he'll be playing quarterback, you know, elsewhere, it's just a matter of where, but like you said, it won't be a while until we find that out, and we find out the result of, you know, these allegations, so I think, you know, certainly there's a pause in the, you know, talks, because he's just trying to wait and see what, um, how the situation goes, but um yeah, you no, know, I certainly think he'll be somewhere, I think, you know, depending on the result, I'd like the you know, it wouldn't be mind seeing the Patriots uh being interested and involved in these talks and getting back into the mix. Um, I'd but... be I'd
0: be very surprised to see the Patriots in it, especially with the situation with stuff. We don't need to hash that out, but we oh, know what's yeah, going that, on. Yeah, that, you know that man, I mean? that's,
1: that's true, right? Right. You I know yeah, I don't know but, how um, that didn't come across my mind. That's a good point, John. So
0: right On uh the Patriots free agency. Uh, where man, I mean, it's been a free agency like we've never seen before, and you know, oh, yeah. uh, and it hasn't even been a week into free agency. Uh, you know, the Patriots took the league by storm, you know. But first, let let's update you on some news uh, from the Patriots. Patrick Chung retired. We thought he was going to come back this year, but he has since retired um, from the Patriots. And of the Patriots, you know, fan favorites, He did. he was drafted by the Patriots. Then he left and played for the Philadelphia Eagles for a couple of years. Came back, he grew his legend a little more here. You know, won a couple of Super Bowls with the Patriots, so he's one of those you know safeties that's going to be remembered from the Patriots uh, fan base for a long time. Right? Well, so I think he won three him.
1: Super Bowls. Was, was he on that twenty
0: fourteen? I, I don't remember, but I know he won. he's won. He's won a few. I, I know he's won two at least. You know, he's, won, he's he won three. He's yeah, won so three. he
1: was on that twenty fourteen team. Right, That's yeah. right.
0: Good for him. Good for Absolutely. him. Absolutely. Uh, the Patriots signed their kicker from last year. And I don't think any of us will be mad at that. Nick Folk, you know, he was probably the best player on the team last year. He scored majority, like 99% of his points. And so he was out there doing this thing. Uh, the Patriots brought back Dietrich Wise. Uh, They brought back David Andrews, who we all thought was actually going to be gone um, in free agency. But I think since the Patrick Chung situation happened, Bring back Andrews, you know. So I got
1: um, more money in the in the in the salary cap, so I got him in clutch for sure.
0: Yeah, Dante Hightower is back in the fold, um, and you know Kyle Van Noy is also back, and he's already made like a video. And,
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, on Twitter, I saw that. I know yeah, uh, yeah.
0: a lot of Patriots fans are like, "Please shut up, play <laughs> the ball." You know, right? Um, right. We, we, to we,
1: talk too much. Why
0: right. we don't need that that boogeyman shit. Over here, right? Right,
1: right. Leave that um, in the past, right? Just play ball.
0: Right. The Patriots traded Ryan Izzo to the Texans for a 2022 seventh round pick. Uh, they also traded Marcus Cannon to the Texans for a fourth round and a sixth round pick. Um. And uh, on to the free agents that the Patriots got. So, since the start of free agency, the Patriots signed first um, tight end John U. Smith to a $50 million contract, uh, $31.25 million guaranteed. Uh, The former Dolphins defensive tackle, Devon Godshaw, uh, on a two-year, $60 million contract. Former Ravens, Matt Judon, to a four-year, $56 million contract, $32 million guaranteed. Former Eagles defensive back, Jalen Mills, to a four-year, $24 million uh, contract, $9 million guaranteed. Former 49ers, Kendrick Bourne, he's a wide receiver. He agreed to a three-year deal worth $22.5 million. Former Raiders wideout, Nelson Alcalor, two years, $26 million deal. Former Packers defensive end. Montravius Adams to a one year, $2.5 million deal. Former Dolphins, uh linebacker, Raquan McMillan, he signed a one year deal. Uh, they signed another tight end. Hunter Henry to a three year, $37.5 million deal. Former Jets defensive tackle, um, Henry Anderson to a two year deal. Uh, and then the Patriots, well, Calvin Noy came back here on a two year, eleven point eight point eighty eight million dollars uh contract. And um, if that seemed like a lot of people, that's because that was a whole lot of people that we brought in in a really short amount of time. Um well,
1: did you mention Ted Karras?
0: Ted Karras, you know, well, we also brought
1: him back from from the Dolphins. Andrews was leaving, was right,
0: leaving, right. and now he's gonna be the backup center. He was supposed to be our, our star starter, and now David Andrews is like, hey, I love Patriots, that's why I'm staying. So, um, and David Andrews actually took less money to stay with the Patriots as well, right? That's true. Um, and
1: Terris can play guard too. So he's a pretty versatile um, lineman in piece that have him on, on the line he can play multiple positions
0: right um you know with, with all that said right what was your initial reaction to this to the news well I mean I know we were texting about it you know throughout the time but what was your real reaction to it and um, I think a question is can cam Newton bring this new constructed team
2: to the play? well this was really exciting to hear and to see. We um, were all debating what Bill Belichick was going to do in the offseason. Um, and I think at some point I was saying I wanted Belichick to draft, to get a lot of offensive players in the free agency and then draft a lot of defensive players in the draft because I think he's better at drafting defensive players and offensive players you can get them in the league if they already develop. But not. Nah, he went out and got offensive players and defensive players. He spent so much money in free agency that we've never seen before. The, oh, Patriots, the Patriots yeah. are a team that usually makes fun of other teams for, for spending an exuberant amount of money in the in the um, in free agency, but this year was the Patriots. But this also just tells you how bad the team was last year. We basically had nobody on the team last year, so we had to construct a new team. I, I think it's beautiful. It's exciting. Um, there's a lot of expectation that comes with spending that amount of money. Um, people want to see what you're going to do, do with it in year one and sometimes it might take more than one year to actually put that team together and make it work. Um, So I think there's a lot of pressure on Bill Belichick, a lot of pressure on even Robert Kraft, because Robert Kraft came out saying, yeah, um, we're usually not the team that spend that much in free agency, but we feel as though we need it. Um, We're in the business to
0: win. Yeah, yeah, that's right. right.
2: So, so yeah, do I think Kim ink can bring this team to the playoffs? (laughs) Man, if you spend that amount of money, you bring that amount of... Um, offensive powers, two tight ends, two receivers, you know what I mean? And you're trying to bring all the running backs. Um man, you have to make the playoffs. Like you don't need you don't need to win the Super Bowl, but you have to make the playoffs. With, like you went seven and nine last year. You have to win at least three more games. At least like the minimum three more games. Ten and six, you know what I'm trying to say? Like um well this year 17 games, right? They don't know yet. Yeah, that still hasn't been confirmed. So, 10, so right, right now, 16. Ten and six, or eleven and eleven and six, something like that. You know what I mean? So, um, I, I I'm not sure Kim Young can do it, but he better do it. Yeah, I think it was uh
1: an extremely exciting week for the New England Patriots team and fans as well. I you know I was excited and jumping up for joy, uh, when you know I heard these signings, uh, and screaming at the top of my lungs, uh, particularly when they had, you know, San John Smith and Hunter Henry, I knew they would you know, had a good chance to get one, but I didn't think they were going to get both of them and boom, what what what, what do you know? We end up uh, getting, you know, both guys, two of the best tight ends available uh, on the free agency market. And you know, they're both here with, you know, the Patriots. So I'm definitely excited for that as well as the other Peterson and players that um, we've added to this roster. Um, that will definitely help and you know contribute to the team and make it a lot better than you know what it was last year. I, mm-hmm. I you know certainly think that you know the Patriots were in a position where you you know like you said that they had no choice. Like they had to spend this money um, and they they had you know they had to make moves and uh, and get busy uh, and and then that's exactly what you know they did because I mean they had what the second most amount of cap space the only teams that had close to amount of cap space were the Jaguars and the Jets and you know they're not really going to be able to make moves or attract um you know as many free agents to come to their team as the Patriots uh could so you know they were definitely fortunate and but that that they were in the position that they were in, that they actually did have the money um that they did to be able to go out and spend it uh you know, in the cap, Bill Belichick was definitely blowing money fast, like Rick Ross. He was on his Rick Ross this week.
0: He um, had that know,
1: stimmy. That stimmy check came in. That's right. It came in handy and at a perfect time. Right, right. He definitely, um, you know, wasn't scared to blow that stimmy. And, you know, he certainly, you you know, put it to good use, to, to say the least. I like how they, you know, addressed their, all the needs on both sides of the ball you know, because they addressed, you know, the defensive line and the linebacker depth, and that was a big hole on this team, so I'm glad that they, you know, got, you know, pieces to help out with that, and you know, they certainly addressed, you know, Trunk being, you know, retired and got another safety, another defensive back that can, you know, give us more depth and help, you know, fill that void of Pat and Trunk retiring, and then, you know, on offense, they, you know, besides the two tight ends, they got the two receivers that should definitely be able to help us um, a lot on the offensive side of the ball as well. So I'm definitely looking forward to all those guys being here and seeing them play, uh, and hope that they can contribute. Um, you know, can Newton
0: take him to the playoffs?
1: Ooh, can he take him to the playoffs? Whew. Damn, it's uh, true. He he better. I mean, like he has no excuse. <laughs> like like he we've given him. Weapons, because people kept making excuses for this guy. Oh, look who he's playing with. He has no talent, no receivers, no weapons on offense. Uh, he has, right, right, no receivers, no tight ends. Like, you know, these, that guys wrong? Get, these guys can't get separation from a pod car. Was that um, wrong or
0: because that they, was your they, words.
1: They couldn't get separation from a park car.
0: Right. That was
1: your question. Yeah, case I, mean, I mean, they, they weren't wrong. But, I mean, he still could have done one, so could have obviously played better himself. But now they've actually given him, the, you know, the talent and, you know, the, the weapons that he needs to be able to perform better and to play at a high level. Now it comes down to him, to, you know, working, like I said, on his fundamentals and his mechanics, which was the main issue of why he didn't play as well and why he uh, was, was putrid and uh, grossly underperformed. uh you know what I'm saying throughout the season last year. So, yeah, I mean, you're right. He has to make the playoffs with this team. If he doesn't, then he might as well just retire and, um, you know, and, and start playing football. Because if you don't, you can put just about any quarterback in the NFL in this position and they're at least making the playoffs. Like, shoot, get, put Andy Dalton in this position or Mitch Trubisky in this position and they at least make the playoffs and be a wild card team. So, Cam Newton better damn well. Make the playoffs next season if he is the starting quarterback, which I'm still not sold he'll be the starter because I still think they'll bring someone else that could definitely be capable of taking the job and competing for the position uh, for him. But yeah, if, if he is the guy, the starting quarterback, he has to make the playoffs. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. No, no, no more excuses and not holding this guy accountable because I'm sick yeah. and tired of hearing it from, right, from Patriots right. fans.
0: I think for me, um, you know, when we were talking about how how the team was, was kind of trash and, you know, Bill Belichick didn't do his due diligence and, you know, one thing I did say was that, you know, now we don't know what to expect, right? Tom Brady's not here to win all these games, that you know what I mean, coming from the back and all that stuff. And that, you know, it would be more exciting now because now it's like not, not everything's a given. And Bill Belichick just did that on him, man. And, you know, it it – it ended up on a perfect year where nobody had salary cap. I mean, there's three teams that had salary caps. So what the Patriots did this offseason, the, the Jaguars could have done and the Colts could have done, and they didn't do shit. I mean, the
1: Jets, too. The Jets you know, had some And they
0: didn't do anything. You know what I'm saying? Not Colts, a damn thing. A Colts team that has no tight end, um, you know, you left the two best tight ends out there, you let New England get them. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, I mean, I, I just loved every single move he made. I think we've been criticizing Bill Belichick for a year as far as like him being a GM. Hey, him being a GM recognized like, hey, I wasn't doing the best job I, I, I needed to last year. And he did talk about, he, he was strapped for cash. And as soon as we had the cash, we seen him spend more than he's ever spent before. And I feel like he's got- didn't
1: that money, baby. Yeah, Spending I feel not like- money. yes,
0: yes. He's gotten some plays that actually fit the team. From my account, like he's he signed at least 10 starters. Just this offseason, you know, from the guys that we're bringing back to the guys that we brought in, there's got at least 10 guys that are going to contribute a lot on this, you know, starting next year. Like this team right now, think about a Matthew Stafford. If we had all these players, do you think about going to the Rams or the Patriots? You know what I mean? Because, like,
1: no, you would definitely reconsider. Who yeah, do the Rams much have? They didn't want to come here. Um, and so no, the Rams got a good team. The Rams, no, on offense,
0: who do they have?
1: Cooper they have Cup, Cooper Cup, um, uh, this guy. Uh Robert Woods. They got Cam Akers. They got the tight end Higby. I
2: think he still would have went to the to the to the. You
0: think he still would have chose the yeah. Rams over yeah.
2: the Patriots? Yeah, I think he's just not. If playing. you have
0: two of the best tight ends in the NFL, you know what I mean, and you don't need Aguilar or Bourne to like be thousand yards receivers each. I, you just need them. I don't like. To get
2: you. I don't you like the Aguilar signing. Really? No. You don't. Why is that? Wow. I just why, don't why like Aguilar. I, I just don't think he's a reliable receiver.
0: Right, because of his time in, in 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 the Eagles, right?
2: Not just with the Eagles. Even last year, I think he – he Last year, he played pretty well. Last year, he, balled, nah, no, he balling last year. Did he ball – okay, let me pull up the stats. He balled. Pull up he, the did, he balled he the last numbers. year. He, didn't ball yeah, last he year. did ball last year. He last year. Did, he did his thing last year. He did – he had over – he had, like, he over work,
0: 700 bro. yards and had, like, eight TDs or something like that.
2: 700 yard is not balling. Come on. How much how much did our what? top receiver here have? Oh exactly. no, he's better he's better <laughs> yeah. than he's better than anything we have. I just I don't like him. Last year he had, he had 48 receiving, um 896 yards, 8 48 That's receiving a, good 48 That's a really yards. 48
0: balls you got 800 yards, bro. That's a lot of yards, bro.
2: 800. Bro, I, agree that's with, a good season. I'll agree with Domino Yards. 896 yards really good. That's really you good. You know,
0: the one thing I keep seeing about him, you know, and, you know, he's not reliable. He drops a lot of pa- passes, right? Get this, right? For the last two years, he's dropped 12 balls, right? Um, The last two years, I believe. Okay. Um, a player Mostly
1: with the Eagles.
0: Yep. Yeah, a player with the Patriots has had 24 drop passes in the last two years. You know Edel- that Edel- is? Edelman.
1: Jesus. My Edelman.
0: goodness. Edelman, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, like,
1: oh, Lord. 24? <laughs> so you know,
0: I think we should bring back that narrative a little bit. You know, I mean, I think you know, that meme, know. I'm, still,
2: I'm still not a big fan of him, but we'll see.
0: <laughs> I think that video, the guy you know, that, that was shitting on Aguilar <laughs> got into everybody's heads. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: I remember that, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Vlad. You know, the funny thing is, I feel like if you hear Aguilar speak, you'll be like, Oh, I like that guy. Did oh, you hear him on the
2: interview? No, I haven't heard him, but I don't oh. hear, I don't hit Aguilar himself. I just I just don't think he's a reliable player, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I didn't know. I, mean, I, I thought we he was slightly overpaid for him. I thought I thought he had. I don't less, think so. I thought he had less than 600 yards, but 896 yards actually.
0: I think in a couple of years we're gonna be looking at the deal like, yo, Belichick did this thing this year because these these payments because the cap is about to go up and people are gonna get paid even more. Oh yeah, because the
1: new I mean? TV deal that's coming exactly. up. That's
0: right. Exactly. Um, but I think another question that we had. Um, from DJ B Dog, you know, my uh, guy DJ B Dog. Uh, predictions for the upcoming season after all these moves. Um, will Cam Newton be the starter for the upcoming season?
2: Um, well, my prediction for the season, like I said earlier, is at least to be at least 10 and 6 or 11 and 6. Um, 10 and 6 for a 16 game season, 11 and 6 for a 17 um, game season. Um, will Kim Newton be the starter? I do think Cam Newton will be the starter day one. I don't know if he's gonna be the starter for the whole, for the whole year, but day one he's definitely gonna be starting.
1: Uh, yeah, I definitely see this team having um, a a record above you know 500. Like it, it's just too good of a team, not too much you know talent, not to at least be above um you know 500 uh, to say the least. But you know I think you're right. It really comes down to uh you know the quarterback position and who they get or whoever is in that position. As far as how they perform, I think that will, you know, determine as far as, you know, what their team's record is. Uh, I'd probably say it'd be somewhere around, like, 9, nine and 7, 10, 10 and 6. Um, still not sold on Cam Newton being the starter. Um, I think there's, you know, they can bring in someone else. I think the starter for next year could not be here yet. So, uh, I still want to see more from Cam Newton if he's going to be the starter. But, uh you know, I, I think certainly this team's in a good position to, you know, at least have a winning record and a winning season and get back into the playoffs as long as they can get a quarterback that can, you know, be consistent and, you know, and, and be productive and get these, you know, playmakers that we got the football. Um, So we'll see how the season goes, but I'm definitely expecting a much better season than last year without a question.
0: I think um my prediction is 11-5. and five. Uh, for the Patriots and uh the reason I say that is you know despite Cam Newton's inefficiencies last year you know we won seven games you know what I'm saying and I think any other quarterback that would have came in here that wasn't like a, a starter from another team I think they don't do that I think we had Andy Dalton when we don't win seven games I think we have Jared Stidham start you know all that time we don't win seven
1: games <laughs> definitely, definitely not definitely Stidham. not no.
0: so with that said Cam Newton also had COVID you know what I mean Cam Newton was signed less than a month before the season started. Even then, he got the starting job. You know, um, there was at least three games where we lost the game in the last possession of the game, and we could have won the game, which we could have definitely been like a 10-6 and team, you know, and that's with everything that Cam Newton had to face. We can't forget that there was a pandemic last year. We also can't forget that we played a game on like a Monday where, you know, we should have had the week off, and the NFL decided to screw us. And, and have us play that game anyway, against the Chiefs. And we almost got them with backup quarterbacks. So to me, um, with a full off season, you know, for Cam Newton, two years removed from his shoulder surgery, um, familiarity in the offense, uh, Josh McDaniels learning a little bit more about Cam Newton and then come down to the weapons. I think this team could definitely, like with a quarterback, like let's say, I don't know, who, who's, a, who's a mediocre quarterback right now? You know, with a quarterback like Kyle, Kyle Murray, we probably going to deep into the place. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think, you know, if if without the performance of Cam Newton last year, we think a, a lot different about this team going into. That's my prediction for the year. And I'm definitely excited about it. But that's going to be it for the NFL and the Patriots segment. On to the MLB, where are discussing a little bit of Red Sox. Um, you know, they're in spring training. And, you know, as of right now, they've made some decisions going on in the season. Eduardo Rodriguez is going to be the opening day starter. They actually uh, uh, named, like, the five starters that's going to be starting for them. So um, we'll we'll definitely update you on the starters coming up in the following weeks. Uh, David Ortiz, you know, big poppy, he is right now advocating for the coronavirus vaccine. And, um, you know, that's huge because it's not a lot of athletes that are behind it. And with athletes behind it, I think it's going to get, into some people that actually will get it. And he's a highly influential person in our community. Shout-outs to David Ortiz. Uh, more Red Sox news. LeBron James. Never thought I'd have the Red Sox and LeBron James mixed together, but they are right now because him and Maverick Carter, who's his business partner, partner, are now part-owners of the Fenway Sports Group, which means they're part-owners of the Red Sox and Liverpool, the team in yeah. He had already right?
2: Yeah, he had already been... Part owner of Liverpool. Of oh, Liverpool, yeah. yeah. So now um, he's part
0: of the Red Sox, and, yeah. um, you know, he's they, a self-proclaimed. They, they,
2: have, they have a real estate company to it, too. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. it, they have a racing company on it as well. It's, a, it's like five or five to eight different companies under that, under that group. For real, for real, make, man. Make, and make, making his money work for him.
0: Say anything you want oh, yeah, about absolutely. LeBron James, but he's an all-time businessman, and he's still absolutely. playing in the game. And I wouldn't be surprised if by the time he finished playing the game, he owns the team already, you know, oh, yeah. and he, he said it himself, it's going to be sooner than later, you know, and that guy, if, he, you know, he didn't go to college or anything like that, but you could learn a lot from LeBron James and the stuff that he's done in his business, how he's lived his life. So, so shout outs to him. And hopefully that means the Red Sox have even more money in the bank to, to make moves. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. I mean, they on the players.
1: they just don't, for some reason, want to spend it. then the money's there. Like they, right. they, they, even before him being the owner, they've had the money. They, the, like you said, like you said before, John. They're running this team like a small market team, as, yeah. as the the yeah. Tampa Bay Rays. When no, we're the Boston Red Sox. We have one of the biggest payrolls, and that league. money like we have the bread. Like we can give people the bags. Like get talent in here that can actually give them two make this team better. Exactly. Even if we can afford that. Exactly.
0: No, that's a fact. Like, they man. need
1: to do what Bill Belichick's doing. Stop making money moves and blowing that money fast. Start
0: give spending. him the stimulus, man. Give him right, the stimulus. Right.
1: Yeah. Put that stimulus check to you.
0: Yeah, man. So shout out to LeBron James, man. And hopefully he does some good things for the franchise. Uh that's it for the MLB and the Red Sox on to uh the NHL, uh the Bruins. They their next two games have been postponed due to um COVID. 19 protocols. Uh, they've won their last two games. Uh, one of those games, one of their rookies started in the game and played well. And Jake DeBrusque is back on the lineup. So, you know, um, we'll update you guys on what's happening with the Bruins when they get back uh, to action. As of right now, they're a hiatus. They played a couple, they have, you know, COVID 19, it is what it is. And I'm glad they're handling it that way. And um, on to our last segment, man, you know, the B Money Lifestyle person of the week. And I think, uh, I think um, Barry has a good one this week. We got
1: yeah. um, So we got the you know one of the stars or arguably the star of the March Madness in the you know NCAA uh, men's uh, you know college basketball tournament that has been going on uh, you know this past week. You know you know we've seen a lot of upsets. One of the you know teams that were you know that ended up pulling off an upset was University of Ohio, uh, and one one of the you know, players on there who, you know, to me is the best player in my opinion, uh, certainly, you know, caught my attention uh, you know, enough to actually make him, you know, well, you know, qualified and recognized as the B Money Lifestyle person of the week and that is uh Jason Preston, um, the guard from about uh, yeah, the point guard uh from uh Ohio University. So cool story, um about him was that he was not highly recruited at all, only got one offer uh, from University of Ohio. Uh, that was the only team that actually gave him any sort of deals or any a scholarship to, you know, come and play for them. Uh, and he even had to make his own, uh, you know, highlight tape and, you know, post it, uh, you know, on the internet for, you know, teams to see it since he did not have anyone else to make it for him. And, um, yeah, and and, and he certainly great. has shined and has played, you know, played really well in that game against the uh, University of Virginia, which they did upset. He played all forty minutes. Uh, he was two assists away from a triple double, so he had eleven points, uh, thirteen rebounds, uh, and eight assists. So that's a you know pretty good game. He was impact, filling up the stat sheet and or pulling out um. You know, and impacting the game in, uh, in multiple ways, uh, you know, like good players do, and he certainly did that. Uh, and he had also lost his, uh, you know, his mother. uh just recently passed away, so condolences to him and his family. And, uh, yeah, he even, you know, dedicated that, you know, game and that win to his mother. And He was asked about that in his interview at, the, you know, end of the game, and he had said that when he saw the, um, clock go three to one at the end of the game that all he could think about was who um, was it was his mother. His mother, you know, was on his mind as the game uh ended and he wanted to, you know, get the win and do this for you know for her, which he certainly did. Uh so he was also, I believe, the um conference player of the the, the year this year. So he, you know, had a really good season and played really well, uh, you know, throughout the whole year, even coming up to the March Madness uh, tournament. So I think, yeah, it's it's really cool to see, you know, a young kid like that overcome adversity and uh, to, you know, have that kind of perseverance and that dedication uh, and, you know, be that driven to be able to, you know, still go after his dreams and make his dream come true and to, you know, to still go out there and and, and do his thing. I had a big stage like the March Madness tournament. So definitely big. You know, shout-out to Jason uh, Preston on uh, being this week's B-Money Lifestyle Person of the Week. And that's uh, definitely that B-Money Lifestyle.
0: Yes, sir. Um, Jason Preston, man. Shout-out to him. That's a kid I admire. Uh, you so know, sure, like me, you said, too. After you know,
1: hearing his story, now I'm yeah. inspired by his, his story. That was really, uh, you know, motivational without question.
0: For real, man. And good luck to him and, and his team for the rest of the tournament, man. And hopefully Yeah, they, they just lost they make to it.
1: Creighton. I just oh. saw that they just... They just played a crane and they ended up uh, losing, them, unfortunately. So they well, that's came a... up short. But, I mean, shoot, at least they won a, a game against a really good team like Virginia. I know Virginia was going through some COVID uh, issues. Um, but, I mean, nonetheless, they were still, uh, you know, beat them. And Virginia was a, you know, top four uh, seed in their, you know, bracket. So that was still an impressive uh, and big win for them. And he certainly played very well in that game. So, you know. Yeah, man. They, big shout um, out to him
0: yeah no for sure man yeah, i mean he could get a tv deal now right from that story you know he, he made it um <laughs> you know that that's a cinderella story right there so um yeah, with well, that absolutely. said man you know we're gonna wrap up our one year anniversary show
1: yes we have been guys, rocking with us
0: she have been rocking with us man thank you you know for doing this all year you've been listening to us been supporting we appreciate you and, um, you know, until next time, man, this was episode 53 of Pro Fan Sports Podcast with fans of pros.